Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Happy Monday. You too. We are getting into the season of seasons. Awesome. I know. We're going to have Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving, and I feel like our calendar is loaded up with amazing guests. And amazing, like, big episodes for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this season. I have a lot of, I just feel in a space where, like, ideas are coming. Like, I love when that happens. Sometimes I'm in a space where they're not, but, like, this season's, it's been happening. It's been happening. I like that. It feels very Broadway. (laughs) I don't know why. It just feels very, like, I want to see it in life. I know. I feel like <laughs> the tap dancing should happen and like the, the top hats and the little, yeah. it's not, it's like, I feel like it should be a cane, but in my head, I imagine it as a magician's wand for some reason. <laughs> okay. We're starting the sillies on Monday morning, Always. but we have a very cool episode. It is sponsored by a very cool person and we don't have very many sponsors, which I think is why when we bring you a sponsored episode, it's really awesome. Yeah. Extra special. Right? Extra special. Extra special. Totally. Also, my words are extra special today. (laughs) So, this week's episode is sponsored by Kelly Perky Shop. So, I think everybody can probably guess who our guest is today. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about holiday stuff. We're going to be talking about scrapbooking. We're going to be talking about documenting December, no matter what your December looks like. I love it. And I love hearing about creativity and art from her because I just think she's one of the best in the game. Like, she's so low-key, but also so, she's definitely an influencer, but, like, not so in your face, but, like, the most low-key, like, honest, creative, innovative lady. I'm happy to have her. And she's our matchmaker. And she's our matchmaker! I know, it really is extra special episode. Totally. Now we have to start singing matchmaker. Matchmaker, match, that one? Yeah. Because that's a Broadway thing. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so, (laughs) other thing that you guys need to know, as we're reflecting, I'm making us a group on the Awesome Ladies Project for us all to chat about the podcast, because my website is so much easier to use than Patreon, and we're just being real about things. So, come to theawesomeladiesproject.com and make a free account, and when you sign up, you'll get emails about all of the free groups that you get, and one of the free groups that you get is crafty ass female group and if you're a patron you get a patreon subgroup with even more cool things that you get to chat about because it is easier for me to juggle one community or two communities in one place and then we get to show you all the cool things that kelly perky is doing this year with her holiday stuff we get to show you all the cool things that are going on with the podcast and maybe you guys could tell us your favorite broadway show and your favorite Broadway song. Doesn't Kelly talk about Broadway in there somewhere? Yeah, I think she says she's going to New York at the end of the episode in her currentlies. Right. Yes, and then I tell her she needs to go see an LBJ show with the guy from Succession. It was a great interview. It's such a good show. So guys, listen to the show. Tell us all the holiday things. Tell us your Broadway things. And then tell us all the other things. Because we want to know about all the things. Because things... <laughs> And this so is, important. This, I mean, I just can't stress enough. Like, this podcast would not happen if you and I did not go to her workshop, and now we have her interviewing on our podcast. Like, if that isn't full circle, that's fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> so, this episode, sponsored by Kelly Perky Shop with Kelly Perky. 
Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kelly. Hi, guys. Welcome to Crafty S Female. You are such a Crafty S Female. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. That's so nice. Such the perfect guest. And so, okay, for those of you who don't know, but we know you know, but in case you don't know, we have Kelly Perky on the show today, um, designer, documenter, and owner of Kelly Perky Shop. And I love that you have a Kelly Perky Insta, Kelly Perky Shop Insta. We could talk about that a little later that you've kind of, you know, separated the two um yeah yeah, kelly perky at kellyperkyshop.com people can get paper stickers stamps and more designed by you and like some of your friends too yes 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 yes. so like and i feel like this is a major episode because Kristen and i met like seven years ago i remember that feels like such a long time ago (laughs) like a lifetime you were like our matchmaker (laughs) so this is like i love it i love it i i think that's one of the amazing things that i love seeing like connections being made that you don't even know that you needed and they form and you friendships yeah it's so funny because even like starting this podcast almost two years ago we're like so we've met this kelly perky shop but we've met this kelly you know like it's been like the thing that we just like i think that's so awesome yeah Yeah. and Kristen always like crafted and memory kept in a group like she did that before your shop and then i it was literally my first experience with like other women like like me so yeah so fun so fun but i feel like we've come a long way from that version of you as a documenter like hopping around and teaching things and like I remember misting was all the rage and that definitely yes (laughs) everything changes and it's it's changed a lot since then for sure yeah that was I remember literally saying to you I hope you never leave Studio Calico (laughs) and in my mind thinking it was just so that I could always have access to products designed by you and I remember like you like demurely saying, "Oh yeah, that would be fun, ha 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 ha," <laughs> and like, like thank God, like not like to like be like, "Oh well, you know, not that Studio Calico isn't great, but like, there are so many more Kelly Perky products that I get now." There are, yeah, and it was it was just time. I'd worked for Studio Calico, I think, for three years. And it came to a point where I knew they were about to get really, really, really big. And so I could, you know, buckle up and go on that roller coaster with them. Or it was a good opportunity for me to try something new and branch out on my own, which turned out amazing. <laughs> I'm very fortunate <laughs> that, it, that it worked out for me. You've done some products with like Hero Arts. Yeah, doing that, and then like, then do your shop is like mainly where people can get you now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's my own shop, which is great. It's it's so much fun because I get to do whatever I want. I get to <laughs> decide what is gonna be sold and what it's gonna look like and what it's gonna feel like, and it's a lot of work, but it is so rewarding because it's mine. 
Yeah, and I think that's one of the coolest things that's, at least from my perspective, is watching you develop both as a designer and a creative person and also as a businesswoman. And heads up, Kelly Perky Shop, not just Kelly Perky, but Kelly Perky Shop is a sponsor of today's show. So we're going to like really dive into what it means to be like a badass businesswoman because not only are you designing products, not only are you crafting with these products, but you have a creative team that you pay, Mm -hmm. which we've had entire shows about. We had uh, Franz Wisniewski on early on in the show and we had an entire episode dedicated to why you want to have a paid design team and what that means and what that you know, what that means to the philosophy of a business. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's been really awesome to see you grow as that person. And so I'd love it if you talked about what it means to be a badass feminist businesswoman. Sure. Thank you. Thank you guys. Well, so much. You're so kind of you. And I appreciate everything that, that you're excited about. Like I really, <laughs> I really sincerely do. It just, it, it makes me happy that I'm able to contribute to this craft and to people's documenting in the way that I am. But I never wanted to, I never wanted to be a business person, businesswoman. I still don't even want to be a businesswoman. I really, it's the hardest, hardest thing for me. I am not good at numbers. I'm not good at managing people. I'm terrible at communication and you know, it, it, I've learned a lot. I've had my own business for seven years and I learned a lot and I'm still learning stuff every single day. And I feel like there's new challenges and new things that come up all the time, but also the rewards are so great. And I, I feel like I'm able to be be flexible and to have the kind of freedom that I really want in my life at this point because um, I don't have kids and I'm not married so I can travel and I can kind of work from anywhere basically that has Wi-Fi and it's great because I do need to go out and see things and explore and find inspiration other places because it's very important to me that my products do not always look the same. I don't want to keep cranking out the same thing for people every month. I think that that personally to me gets boring. So I am lucky that I can run the business. I have the help I need and also wander and explore and try and, you know, find some inspiration and hopefully, you know, put that back into my products. Can you talk a little bit about like the inspiration to pay your design team? Like that, I didn't know you oh, did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. But like that's that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I don't mean this to toot my own horn, but I think I'm, as far as I know, I'm the only owner that pays their design team. I don't know any team other than mine most of them get paid in product and that's fine for some people. I think that people are happy to support a company and a business and a person that they like and 
they're happy to use the products and share it. But for me, I, I started on a design team. My first design team was probably 15 years ago and it was a small shop. And then I, I was able to become a garden girl at two peas, I think for about three years and be on the studio calico design team. And it's work. It's not, it's, it's a job. And I think we're adults and we know how much time we have in a day. We know how busy our lives are. We know what it means to take time away from your kids and your family to, you know, do your hobby. It, and even though it can be fun and it's a great outlet and it's creative, but it's also your time. And I think my idea behind paying my design team is that I want them to know I value their time and everything that they are giving to me is only making me better. And so why shouldn't they, you know, I think, why shouldn't you be rewarded for doing that? I think um, it's just important, important for me to recognize that people are, are helping me. Like I wouldn't have what I have and I wouldn't be where I am if people did not help me. And I think it would be so nice for everyone, you know, for all the design teams to be recognized. And I think, I think owners do show their appreciation in different ways. Everyone has their own personal opinion and what they want to do. But just for me, it was so important that I pay my design team because it's who doesn't, who doesn't want some money they can go spend at Target because you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're working and your life is busy. So you should, you should have some kind of incentive to, to do that for me. And the fact that you were on so many, you, it's like you had, you were like ground zero of what it feels like to be on the design team. Yeah. So it's like when you know, I always felt like I wasn't on many, but it always, something in my brain switched whenever I was. And it's like, I almost couldn't do it. It's because like, oh God, I have to do it. And it was like so much pressure. I like to know yeah. that you would be also compensated for even the anxiety. I also have an anxiety disorder. I should probably disclaimer that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure everyone feels that way. But I was always like, oh, now it's, I have, it's the spotlight. And I, you know, like it's a lot. I feel like it's a lot. It's not just crafting with your favorite stuff. Right. I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah, I do see where it's a lot more pressure and you are feeling like you're required to do something that maybe you don't always want to do or maybe you don't always want to make anything or you didn't take any photos this month. But, it, you know, it is a job, I guess, if you're getting paid. And so that is the downside for sure that it's an added amount of pressure. And I just hope that and I think I'm so lucky to work with women that I can hopefully they can they feel like they can always come to me and say you know I can't do it this month can we work something else out can we you know is it okay if we skip a month because and, and I really hope that the people that I work with always know that they can come to me and say that for sure and that's how you build great working relationships. And I'm so lucky to work. I'm so, so, so lucky to work with everyone that I've ever worked with. Um, I, Yeah, I, like I said, I've been in the industry for 15 years and I've gotten to make so many great connections and meet so many amazing, 
talented people. Like I think people have no idea how talented scrapbookers are. Like, I think, you know, when you hear scrapbooking and you tell people you're a scrapbooker, they might think you're just like pasting photos into an album. And so many of these women in our industry are, are amazing, amazing artists who come up with designs that just blow my mind. And, you know, scrolling through Instagram, you just see all these things that like make you stop and and really want to make something or really want to buy a product or watch a YouTube video. And I think it's, it's so, it's just inspiring to be in such a creative industry and hobby. And I think it just doesn't get recognized as, as much as it should, because, you know, I think people just think it's, it's a hobby. Yeah. And I think this is something like, we have in common people think that it's a hobby for people who are not like us right right yeah and like i know like going back to the old days when we were both on studio calico message boards mm-hmm. women who scrapbooked who did not have children i want to say were treated <laughs> as like second class citizens sometimes i think I think, well, I remember being at a garden girl at two peas and I think I was the only one who was not a mom, but I was also a lot younger. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to make them sound old that, that I, <laughs> but it's also just a fact. I was, yeah, I was in a, de- a younger stage of life than the other garden girls. And so I think I did feel like I didn't, you know, I, I was, I should be, (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the movie um, Late Night where Mindy Kaling comes into like the writer's room. She's working on a late night talk show and she comes into the writer's room and they make her sit on the garbage can. (laughs) There's no extra chair. So she turns over a garbage can and sits on that as a chair. And I feel like I identify with that so much where like you made it into the room and you got the job you want, but it's not, it's not, you don't get to sit down at the table and present your ideas and be this voice right away. You have to sit on a garbage can (laughs) and listen and try to, you know, just absorb everything you can so you can earn your place to to actually (laughs) get off the garbage can. And I just, I always remember going to places like Two Peas, going to places like Studio Calico and being like, okay, well, I'm going to go and look at what I considered at the time the cool kids scrapbooks, which was you, which was Amy Tangerine, which was just people who used products in a way that made me feel the way that I wanted to scrapbook. Mm-hmm. It was using colors in a certain way. It was using clean lines in a certain way. It was using stamps. And it makes me so happy that we still have that. Because we've lost so much right. of what we used to have. Yeah. But, like, there are so many people who are still so passionate about this hobby. Yes. And and it doesn't have to be... And, like, I love this thing about your products, too. It doesn't have to be a specific way. Like, you don't have to scrapbook 
12 by 12. You don't have to scrapbook in pocket pages in a specific form of pocket pages. And like you can use like your pocket kit. Um, Is that what you call it? Um, Project kit. Project kit. Oh my God. I knew it started with a P. It's your one little word. Same thing. It is. I was like, I'm, I've had this thing all day today where I've like, I know the first letter of the word and I know the last letter of the word, but I don't know. You're like my students. They do the same thing. Oh my God. That's what I am. I'm, I'm in fourth grade today all day. Um, yeah. Project kit. Duh. How long have I been getting them? I don't know. Um, that you can use it for anything. And I've been telling my people, right. Start fussy cutting journaling cards. Yeah. Start like layering them on top of each other. Like there are so many creative ways to just use paper. Because, like, yes. we are paper people. Yes. So, okay, I want to dive, I just want to dive into your holiday products. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so can you just give us, can you just give us a straight rundown of what you've got in your store this year? You know what? December daily will be the death of me, I swear. <laughs> because <laughs> it is just, it, it's just this thing that looms over me. <laughs> Every year, beginning in probably March, when I started thinking about what I want to do, and I was going to say, when do you March start? Out in October, <laughs> it's just this eight-month period of, oh my God, it's coming! I have to design it. We have to make it really good. It's just, I think, the December daily concept has gotten so big. I feel like. It's, it's like a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade yeah. where we're all just, it's like, we're all just holding on to a string and it's looping <laughs> over us. We're not and really like, in control. It's going to go wherever it wants to go. And we have just a tiny string to try and direct it how we want it to. And it's so tough for me because I have had my own business for seven years and I think I've put out a December kit. I think I put out a December kit every single year, but you know, we're talking about holidays. We're talking about Christmas, winter, December. I mean, how many, it's just hard to think how many variations on this theme can there be? And I really pride myself in trying to do something different and trying to put something else out there that no other company is doing. And it's, it's so hard. It's so much pressure. And I will, I mean, I that's what mean I was to be laughing say. at you. I, it makes so much like when you started out and you were like, Oh, December day, like <laughs> it makes sense when you want to do something new every time. And I'm obsessed with that about you. Like the big, like I did graphic design for a while and that was, I could never make something I saw. I could never, I could never do it. I was like, wait a minute. I saw that before. Okay. Let's do something. Like, and I would constantly challenge myself to be mm-hmm. innovative. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, be innovative about Christmas in March. <laughs> yes, or so like, and I think like we finalize designs in the summer, and and then we have to start selling them immediately in the fall. It's just it keeps creeping up faster and faster every year, and I love that people get so excited about the holidays because that's, I'm not the type of person who goes crazy over Christmas, and it's fun to finally get into that home stretch and see people and start sharing products and see people get really excited that that helps a lot but 
yeah, like you were saying, I really, I, I don't want to put out the same thing every year, especially because I think if something's really good, do we keep it? Don't we hoard it? Like, right. you're going to have and that probably. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have that card that you've saved. So why would I give you another? Why would I expect you to pay money to have what you already have? I don't think I don't think that's the kind of industry we're in. And I also don't want to give you something that looks like exactly like another designer. I think I want to, I think my style is very similar to other designers out there, but I want it to be unique. I want you to feel like it's special. I think you succeed every year. <laughs> I try like, really hard. I, <laughs> I, it, it means a lot to me to, to, yeah, to do those things. And you definitely get better like there's there's so like you well and that's it's the thing is that like I've loved everything you've ever made and then you also just get better at it like there's just little ways that you improve on things and it's just really cool like I love in the project kit how the cards now have a color palette that goes really well together on the one side, but on the other side, it's black and white. So you can mix and match any kit that you possibly want with each other. That's brilliant. Thank you. That's, I think because, you know, I have a subscription so you can subscribe to the project kit, the traveler's notebook kit, or just the stamp subscription. And when people cancel their subscription, I think in my opinion, it's because they have, I mean, they might not like the product, but they likely have way too much product. And it's hard to use everything you're buying. I think it's, a, I think it's impossible <laughs> to use everything you're buying. So if I can somehow make it more useful, somehow make it that maybe you don't use it this month, but maybe there's a grid that you're going to need, you know, and a year from now, and you still have that card, I think that that to me is worth spending your money on. And hopefully my customers will agree. It, I do. I mean, like, I get both the Project Kit and the Traveler's Notebook Kit, and I love in the Traveler's Notebook Kit, like, because my biggest pet peeve about actual Traveler's Notebooks was creating in notebooks. Mm-hmm. I don't like... Right. That's a lot of pressure. It is. It's a ton of pressure. And, like, having... Knowing that I have 32 pages... Is that what like, it is? In a lot of books, it's 32 pages. If they have, you know, either stapled or stitched sure. seams, like... It just... Like, what am I going to put? I, puts pressure on my inside that, like, cover. Giving me anxiety where, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like, I guess math involved. I have to, like, figure out how many exactly. pages, how many pages, how many photos. And it's like... Mm. Mm -hmm. especially when like it's like oh traveler's notebook that's perfect for a trip that i'm going on traveler trip yes right but then it's like you came out with papers that are the perfect size because i love doing double page layouts but like when i started scrapbooking everyone did 12 by 12 right and like i'm me i scrapbook myself so the idea of scrapping like scrapbooking a 
12 by 24 sized layout of myself mm-hmm. is like, I mean, I think everyone should scrapbook themselves. I have a whole business dedicated to literally <laughs> scrapbooking yourself. Yes. But like, even for me, a, lot of a 12 by 24 <laughs> scrapbook oh, page yeah. is like self-indulgent. So like doing double-sided, you know, double-page layouts in traveler's notebooks, it's amazing. It's just like a square eight and a quarter inch layout. Yeah. And you make this paper that just goes together so nicely. And now in the kit, I come and it's like, ooh, double-sided paper, double-sided paper, (laughs) double-sided paper. And it's like, it's just like, not only is it good design, but it's also convenient convenient and smart designed by a designer who knows how to document like you know what I mean like it's so different when like someone who's who's turning the gears also knows how your gears work like as the user and I think right about like customer experience yeah I think a lot of companies the bigger companies are using graphic designers and they're putting out amazing products but they're not actually people who are ever going to use that sticker pack or that pattern paper with the giant you know design on it um so i think it is a huge advantage for me that i scrapbook and i have scrapbook for so long that i do know hopefully know (laughs) what is gonna work well and what people will want to use i think there was a stamp set i put out recently that was just journal lines it was maybe six stamps on a four by six set and it was just different journal lines i you know and because i when i was scrapbooking i'm so bad about journaling if there's not a designated place for me to write it's not gonna happen (laughs) the journal line stamp set did so well it sold so fast because i think that is a huge problem for people and it is something you're going to spend money on and actually use Mm -hmm. maybe you're not going to use a stamp set that has you know food on it but at some point you definitely will use journal lines and you know I hope that I can continue to be a mind reader and and try and see what people are going to want to use and like even I think in your December details kit that's out now when this goes live um you have like a paper that's just like and you even said on your insta like it blew my mind you're like sometimes in December like most times in December I'm a December daily or who doesn't have a lot of photos so how do I that solves such a big problem like okay I'm gonna make these great December journaling papers and you have one that was just like when you got the Christmas tree, you know, eggnog. Like, and then I love, like, your prompting us to, like, circle one. You know, it's, like, so modern and so good. I feel like Genius. I love those kind of things. I have started doing a lot more cards and things for the kits that have places where you can write stuff in. Just because I think it's fun. It's, it's doing Mad Libs as a kid, yeah. you know. Yes. But, but it's all about you. So it's also self-indulgent and something fun to look back on. And so I think I'm trying to give those more to people and I hope that they like them. And I hope it is a different way for them to document things. And it's not, you know, I think this idea came from designing a December kit last year and then trying to make samples and having no photos because 
I don't, I don't have kids and I do think, and I'm not, you know, I'm not super close with my family. There's not a lot of family time. It's mostly me, my friends, parties, going out for drinks, making cookies, eating a lot of food. That's my December. And that, those pictures don't always get taken. So I was trying to make samples for my kids last year and I had no photos. I, I really <laughs> was struggling. And I realized that, you know, sometimes you go through the month and it's not always about cute kids in pajamas. And, um, you know, this amazing thing of like ice skating. <laughs> and, I... you know, it's not. And, and so there should still be an option for you to participate in a December daily kind of thing, but, you know, not feel the pressure and not feel the anxiety about the month. I think there's already so much chaos in December that if, you know, you just pull out a piece of paper from the December details kit and you take a day to write down your favorite holiday movies, I think that's yes. going to make you smile and it's going to, it's going to help you document your month in your holidays. Absolutely. Yeah, I think like, especially when it comes to December, when some of us get up before the sun comes up, and then we're still working when the sun goes down, or if you live in a state like Michigan, or Washington, or Oregon, or, you know, Vermont, where it is perpetually gray throughout December, some of those pictures you might have every intention of taking them. Right. But then, like, they just suck. And, like, <laughs> the picture might look good on your phone, and then you go to print it out at home, and it still sucks. Yeah. So, like, you yeah. know, maybe you don't even want to use the picture. Right. Right. And there's also, like, nothing wrong with printing out, like, you were just talking about your favorite holiday movies. So go, like, go on Google and, you know print out the yes. covers of the films yeah. or the movie posters. Those will look really good. Yeah, one of my favorite papers, I like the the holiday checklist that you mentioned before. And one of my favorite papers is, it's a gift wrap. It's a three by eight gift wrap piece. And it says, there's like a little square that I made for you to adhere a piece of your gift wrap. I think, you know, again, it's all about the paper. We're here for yeah. the paper. <laughs> Let's not even pretend like we're not. So I think I, I love looking at gift wrap. I love going to Target and just looking at every single, you know, they've got the big bins and I'll pull out every single roll and just try and pick out the perfect gift wrap. And I know I'm not alone in this. And I think it's something people don't document, but it's such a huge, huge part of the holiday. And it's something that really represents you, your style and what you like and I think it's going to be so fun to look back on and that oh, what do I there's a word I always use I always use like raw or whatever that's not the real word but like that that uh, like hunting for the paper to put on the paper like that that old school like hunty kind of scrapbooking thing you're incorporating in like a 2019 kit like when everyone's yeah. doing digital or everyone's you know yeah. all these modern techniques and you're having someone reach in the pile of papers after unwrapping and like getting to stick it yeah. on like like it just I can't even contain myself <laughs> like it's just so good it's Thank so good you. I just yeah. I really 
I think I like what I like and I I know I'm I know I'm not alone. And so hopefully, you know, if I can make something that I love and I want to use and I get super excited about, I hope that that trickles down and translates to other people. And I sorry, Kristen, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And I was just gonna say quick, like in the world of, I feel like that gets lost. Like, like I love that you're bringing it back because in the world of like what every album should look like and like seeing like hundreds of albums in your feed, like all look the same, like, you know what I mean? Like we almost forget that, like, just think a little outside the box of things you can pull and, and, you know, right. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it gets lost sometimes and we almost don't even realize like even your big number stamps, like have fun stamping the numbers of the December and like just journal on that. Like even that alone is like so old school, just like having fun with the product and the play and like still getting it done. We just forget. I think sometimes we get lost. Yeah. I think, yeah, we just want to get it done. Like we just want to say it's done and in the books and we can move on to something else. I think that's such a, 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 I don't know, a way of thinking these days. And we are lucky that we get to have make stuff and, you know, be creative. And I think it's really good to still take advantage of that when you can. Yeah, I think it is. It's that you get kind of caught in between that. I need to knock this thing off my to-do list but it's this hobby that I am supposed to cherish and enjoy. And, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do during my relaxing time. Right. But yet it's another thing that I have to cross off my to-do list. Right, right. And, like, that's just something people need to reconcile within themselves. It's like, you know, it's – you got to figure out where your happy medium is. Yeah, it's hard. I think I have – I have so – I have too many to count number of projects that I've started – and have not finished. And I do tend, I, I don't know if I beat myself up about it. I just keep, I, I it's like I carry that with me where I, like, I know I want to finish this album. I know I want to finish this mini book. I know I want to, you know, do something with this stamp set. And it's always just in my brain. And I, and it's, there's just so many things that I want to do. And I think it's just realizing you're always going to want to do something. You're always, there's always going to be something else that you're worried about completing or making or trying. It's just always going to be there. So you have to do what you can. And I think it's so rewarding, even more rewarding when I finally allow myself on a Saturday to just stay home all day do whatever I want and, you know, print out and spend the entire day printing out photos that I've been thinking about for six months. I think it's just when you do finally allow yourself that time and give yourself that space to work on these things that you've been thinking about, it just, to me, it just feels so much better. Yeah, it really does. So how has like memory keeping been looking for you lately slash do you plan on doing like a December daily? Oh man, I, (laughs) it's, it's really hard for me because I design, I design all my own products and I also work with Tina Asmus of Life Love Paper and she designs products for my shop and she designs all her own products and um, I design everything. So, you know, 
I've been looking at the stuff for months and months and months and months. And, you know, even though I really feel like I'm designing for me and for what I want to use, by the time it physically arrives on my door, I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> I don't even, and I, and I'm already have moved on to the next thing, to the, to the next month that we've designed to the December kits, to the travel kits. And it's really hard for me to take the time to sit down and use products. And I have Project Life albums for the past, yeah, for the past six years that are just not completed and probably will never be completed. And I, I wish they were, I, I really do wish <laughs> that they were, but also I, I have to be realistic about my time and working and also not working. You know, I could not travel as much as I do and stay home and get, you know, my Project Life albums done, but that's just not, it's, it's just not going to work for me. It's not going, you know, it's not going to make me happy and I'm not going to enjoy making like I think I should be making. And um, so right now I do have a Project Life album in process. And I think I've only done, maybe I've completed six or seven weeks. The photos are printed for the most part. And I've, I did start doing process videos for YouTube, which I enjoy doing, but also I have to say out loud that it takes so much <laughs> so time. So long, yeah. It takes so much time. Yeah. It's not even scrapbooking or anything it's it and my computers my laptop's old so it takes a long time to upload the video and then it takes a long time to save the video and I get antsy so when it's you know when it's processing for an hour I move on to something else and by the time it's done I have to you know take photos and do the title page and everything it's just it's such a time <laughs> commitment to do yeah. a single video. Um, and I, you know, so again, that's something I want to do. It's just, it, it just falls to the bottom of the list sometimes, but that's okay. Um, anyway, December dailies, I, again, I um, don't do a December daily. I think the last time I did one was maybe five, six years ago. I just, December is not a great month for me. <laughs> and I'm realistic about that. I'm not going to, you know, I think uh, I used to be like, okay, this year it's going to be great. We're going to do all the things. I'm going to be in a good mood. I'm going to get all the shopping done. I'm not going to feel stressed. It's just going to be so much fun. And it never, <laughs> it never is. No, it's, it's not. And a lot of times I'm traveling and it's stressful and not everyone, you know, gets to, you know, feel the holiday joy. And I, and I don't really. So, and I, you know, I want to be honest about that. I think not everyone has these like happy holidays. So it's just not something that the December daily project is just not something I want to add to my month. I just want to get through the month and get to January. <laughs> Yes. And in my head, we can start fresh and, yeah. you know, just move on to something new. I love that. 
<laughs> do you have things that you do really enjoy scrapbooking like specific trips or like if you if you go on a really good trip do you come back being like well I know I took really good pictures I know I have really good stories like I really do want to scrapbook this trip over like something else like if you don't have a great trip I'm like eh, maybe I won't even bother yeah I do I think it is always travel that I really want to scrapbook and yeah, I think it depends on the photos. Yes. I tend to go back to the same places a lot. I, I go to Paris every year. I go to Tokyo every year. And so I feel like, again, I can't, I can't, how many times can I scrap right, a Paris? Scrap the Eiffel Tower, I, I, yeah. I feel like such a dweeb or something saying that, like, how many times can I scrap a Paris? That sounds so, like, <laughs> stupid. But, um, it is. It but is. But that's your life. That's that's what you do. It's it's not it's not stupid. I don't that's, know what the right word is for that. It just sounds so like oh come on, but um, yeah, I think I I do just like to appreciate the photos, and if it's somewhere I've been before, I don't. I guess it's nice that I don't feel the need to keep making new stuff, but then also on the other hand, I do have the photos, and I love the photos. And I don't want them to just live on my phone or on my computer. Like that's, that's what kind of life is that for the photos? <laughs> like, they deserve better. Um, so it's, yeah, it's hard. It's tricky. Yeah. I'm, that makes a lot of sense. And but what's, it's interesting because like a few years ago, we didn't have all the options of like documenting. Like me and Kristen did like a whole, it's like, and I think it was in our first or second season. We were like, why do we document? And we kind of explored that. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, now, you know, Instagram is like documenting. Not that printing it out doesn't like get us so excited. But like I, I'm trying to get to a point too where like my pictures can't always be printed out. So what will suffice in the meantime? Like, I'm like, what's going to live on Instagram stories and my highlights? What's going to live on my grid? What's going to live? So I'm trying to like reconcile not always the printing by that. But like, you're you're giving them the place they deserve. Yes, right. Like, where do they belong? Where does Mm -hmm. each memory belong? Because just like you said, like, then what doesn't get finished and just life keeps piling up on these unfinished products, uh, projects, but we can't, like live in that space so so right so I've been trying but it's interesting to hear like also you who designed for it feel that like I'm so appreciative that you shared that with us because I think that that's what a lot of people have been going through especially now Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. there's there's like this internal battle with us because we appreciate the photo on the page so much yeah and I think you mentioned Instagram and I I think this year and maybe starting last fall I've pulled back a lot from Instagram. I feel, I don't know if you guys feel this, but it's just not what it used to be. It's not, I think when they change whatever the, I don't even know what an algorithm means, but whenever (laughs) they tried to explore it, it just kind of ruined it for me. And I feel frustrated a lot with Instagram and I don't look at it. I, I really don't look at it as much as I used to. And I'm not engaging. I know they say, You need to be engaging with your audience and that's the only way they're going to see your posts. And I just don't want to play those games. It's so hard because you know, logically, okay, you have to do this and you have to, you know, do give people what they want, but until they change it. Yeah. Yeah. Until (laughs) something else comes along and that they decide not to. And I just, it just 
makes me tired to think about trying to figure right. out how to grow an audience, how to make the best stories, how to make people, you know. But like the bottom line is, is it if you make products that you love to make and make them as good as you can, everything else is going to come along. Like, that's what it always comes back down to. Like, if you do the best job that you can possibly do, all the stuff on social media will eventually work out. I hope so. Because you can't keep up with, you know, Facebook's algorithm, Instagram's algorithm, all this other stuff, because you only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And I sleep. Like, and so if you, like, dedicate, like, if you dedicate, like, an hour to Instagram every single day, you're going to be spending, like, 45 minutes studying yeah, just, how to do the best so at Instagram. It's so much time staring at my phone, trying to solve a puzzle I'm never going to solve, trying to figure out numbers that don't actually mean anything to me. And, yeah, I just decided I don't – we don't have a – I don't have a Facebook page for myself. Um, my business doesn't have a Facebook page just because that was one more thing – to try and figure out that I, I, I just couldn't like even, even my brain right now trying to think about it is like, it's like turned into taffy and you know, that's just not where I want to spend my time. And I think it does have an effect on my business for sure because social media plays such a huge role in everyone's life right now. But I just, I can't take that on. I I decided not gonna not gonna add I that. mean I feel two things I hope I don't forget either it's been happening a lot one I feel like you're an influencer but in the way of like I could feel you influencing my value like I feel like you're a presence and you create content both physically and like you know when you share it but like I'm so appreciative of you for like taking that kind of evolution because it makes me feel like I don't have to share everything all the time or be wrapped up in it but to still be involved and engaged like that's what I feel like you do and I I, it's just to me it's a more values-based way to go about it it's not necessarily I don't want to be involved or like I don't want to figure this out it's just like my values is my life and what I could eat and travel and see in real life so that's where I'm going to spend my time like I get that as a person who like follows you this is just my perspective and I'm 37, so I am a millennial. And I, you know, we grew up with Facebook, or I had Facebook right after college and Instagram and everything when I was in my 20s. And so we were sharing everything. And I had a blog for so long, and I was, it was sharing everything. And it's kind of like, it, yeah, it, it gets to the point where it does feel like a competition, where you feel like, why am I sharing this? Is it because I feel like I've created something better than you could ever create, or I've got a new product before you're ever going to have it, or, you know, just even how can we outdo each other? And I, I think that's just such a, such a, I, I've done it. I, I probably, (laughs) I, I don't even want to say probably, I still do it, but that's, it's just when you think about it, it's such uh, it's just such a turnoff and I wish there were some other way that we were sharing that didn't yeah that didn't make people feel dirty <laughs> and and, and yeah. did not turn people off and I do think people are very genuine and people are genuinely and 
authentically having a social media presence, but I, I think that tends to get buried or we look at it for a second and then we spend minutes looking at these other things that are not as genuine. Totally. And I think like you talked about 10 years ago being a garden girl and like back then was when we all had blogs and when we put all our scrapbook pages on blogs and like we were sharing things so that we could, you know, teach each other techniques and be like, I made this layout using this product so that you could see how this product yeah. was used. And so you could see how I used this stamp set with this ink and like try this technique. We all got on Instagram because it was easier to mm -hmm. read blogs and smaller and like on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you could just scroll the feed and you could see all of your friends' quote unquote blogs. Like it was just micro blogging. We just didn't call it that mm -hmm. on Instagram. It's just not what we signed up for. And it, it just feels like disingenuous. And like, so like, you know, when it doesn't feel like you're there trying to have that conversation about like, okay, well, you know, for Kelly's butter stamp, use this ink first and then you layer it with this ink because then it looks really cool. What, 2% of my Instagram audience is going to see that? Right. Like, I'm going to post it on my site where 100% of my audience is going right. to see it. And like, it just feels... It feels like we're putting in 100% of our effort to get back 2% of our return. Especially when we know like crappy people are getting money, are getting like making so much money off of it. And we had it so good for, <laughs> you know, I think that's, yeah. we, I think we all loved Instagram and really embraced it and appreciated, yeah, that we were connecting in so many ways to so many people so easily. And since it's changed, it's hard to not, it's just, yeah, it's just hard to go with what we've got now, for sure. Agreed. Totally. I totally agree. That's exactly how I feel. This is, I've loved this conversation. Okay. <laughs> so this season, we have been asking everybody about reflection. In which ways have you been bringing reflection into your personal life or into a creative practice? Yeah, I think I am a very sentimental person. So I do, I do spend a lot of time looking at the past and thinking about the past and the good things. And I think naturally we think about the bad things and how you can grow from that or what you can learn from that and just really I think I always want to, yeah, I always want to embrace that I'm not perfect and there are a lot of things that I do well and, and there are a lot of ways I am a good person, but also, you know, there are things that need to, that can be improved and places you can grow. And I think in my creative process, I always want to document the bad and the good. And it's not necessarily dedicating a project to um, a bad day or a sad period of time. It's just making sure that somehow 
I am still acknowledging that part that it's not always fun and travel and food and everything. Sometimes it's, it's not easy and you're trying your best and it's hard. Um, and some days, you know, I'm sitting home all day in my pajamas and, you know, some weekends you just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and it does, that's not glamorous. That's not, you know, this crazy, amazing life, but it is part of life. And I, I think it's important for me to still, you know, reflect on who I am and yeah. And put that always, always in my projects. I love that. Do you feel like it's more for the sharing and to let other people know, like it's almost like a permission slip for them to do the same, or is it more you're, you're working the value in, in the rainy and sunny times or both? Yeah, like, you know what I, I mean? Is it for you? That's a, such a hard question. You know, I think like there's a discussion around, do people want to see the ugly side do people want to see the bad side or is that is that not appealing does that turn people off is that boring to people i think it is a huge concept that we're we're talking about and going through right now which is so interesting and i don't know i think for me of course i want everyone to think that everything's great and i want I do want to be a positive person and I do want to show that I appreciate every opportunity and every experience. And I'm so grateful for what I have, but also, yeah, there is the flip side. And I think I'm not as good about sharing the flip side, but also I do know that when people share it, it does encourage other people to share it too. So it's a tough thing for me. I, you know, I want to be open and share a lot, but I also, I think I also didn't grow up, you know, sharing a lot of stuff. So it doesn't come naturally for me. And I do think having a discussion with other people about um, mental health or, you know, things like that is, is really tough for me. I think it's so important. I think when people share they're being so brave and opening themselves up to so much and other people, but it's just not something that I think I can do. And hopefully I do it in a, in my own little way, but yeah, I don't know how you guys feel. Do you feel like you found a way to, I know you guys have, you've like found a way to share what you can with people and you get, you get a good reaction back for sure. Yeah. So we're going to conclude this episode with our currently round based off Kristen's currently card, which you can get at the awesomeladiesproject.com. So we're just going to do it on the podcast. You ready? Yeah. Let's do it. What are you currently watching? Currently watching um, Succession. Oh, my God. <laughs> I talk about Succession a lot. <laughs> what are fan. you up to? I'm current. This is the only show that I have to watch every single week. Like, I get very... What, what did you think of the most recent episode? I loved it. I loved it. I think it. it was the best episode yet. It was every, every week, 
I get so excited and it never, I've never been disappointed. I think <laughs> they do such a good job at showing people that are terrible, but we just want to see more. I'm like, give me more of these people insulting, you know, each other and just being so ruthless. <laughs> it's a, it's an incredible show. We never, yes. me and Kristen never watch the same things together. <laughs> I watch so a lot. So if she watched watch a it, a lot I'd... of different stuff for sure. I think I watch a lot of TV while I'm working, so I might not be getting the whole <laughs> understanding of what's happening. But I also have a wide knowledge <laughs> of television. Nice. Okay, what are you currently reading? I. Let's see. I have not been reading anything. I honestly only tend to read when I travel um, because I think when I'm home, yeah, I'm probably, I, I don't really watch TV when I travel at all. So, you know, it's kind of this flip-flop thing of read when I'm gone and then, you know, watch TV when I'm home. And I haven't been traveling. I'm trying to think of my last trip. I haven't been traveling recently. So I don't know. I haven't been reading anything. Sadly. Okay, your own your own Christmas lists. Yes, cute little blog. <laughs> yes, and your cute little uh, Instagram. Okay, that'll count too. Uh, what are you currently listening to? I am currently listening to. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, my favorite is the Daily. It's from the New York Times. I do. I I do read. I read the New York Times every Sunday. I have it delivered, um, and. The Daily is just, it's a 20 to half hour podcast from the New York Times covering some kind of current event or news story, but it's not, it's not like, it's not like, um, it's very, it's like a, they're telling a story, which I think I appreciate. I, it's not dry. It's the host has, you know, a really funny personality and, it's yeah. I'd like to start off my morning just with the daily, and thinking that I am, you know, starting the day off in a in the right way. Good one. I like that one too. I love it. What are you currently making? I am currently making a swag bag. So we didn't talk about swag bags, but those are a new project that I've put into my shop where it's just. Um, it's just funny, it, to me, funny. It might not be funny <laughs> to everyone. Um, it's just more sardonic, um, hopefully irreverent kind of things that most that I don't see other companies doing. Um, I actually just made a card with for Thanksgiving with the um, English trifle from Friends that Rachel oh, nice. made. <laughs> and it's so stupid, but it just, I did all these like layer, like I colored in the layers and, <laughs> and everything and on the card. And it just, it's just funny. It makes, I think that kind of thing makes me happy to make where I feel like it's my personality combined with design and also scrapbooking. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had any. Do you, are you going to have any in the Christmas release, or are you keeping them for monthly? No, they're going to only be monthly, but there will be in the November shop updates. The shop updates every month on the 28th, and there will be like a holiday-themed swag bag 
in November. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have the travel one, and it is amazing. They're, like, all the little special things that you would put in, like, a mini album or, like, a page that it's, like, okay, where did you get that? Oh, good. I like that. I like that description. That makes me really happy. Awesome. I like calling it special. Like, it sounds special. Well, they are, because, like, some of them are letterpress. Some of them are vellum. Like, you have, like, cooler stickers in there and, like, little flair. They are. They're special. Yeah. I wanted it to be special. I wanted it to feel like you're opening this bag of something really fun and cool. And it's, you don't, you know, you don't maybe know what you're going to do with it, but it's, it makes you smile to look at it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. What are you currently feeling? (sighs) I'm currently feeling, I think... I think I'm excited for, I think every month, a new month, it's a, it's a fresh start. It feels like fall now in Portland. And I like that. I like it. It feels, I guess it's like a cozy feeling. It's like, okay, we're, we're on the tracks. We're going the right way. (laughs) You know, I don't have to be accelerating or pumping the brakes. It's just, yeah, it's just a good, we're moving forward. It feels good. And the December daily is designed. So now you just got to like get it out there. <laughs> it's that exhale. I just. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's probably it. Yeah. yeah we're, I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're until three months from now. And we. Yeah. Start, start being like, okay, 2020. Hi. No, it's cozy time now. I love it. I love it. What are you currently planning? I am currently planning um, a trip with my, two of my best friends. We are going to New York City where we met you guys you guys and um you know it's I lived in New York for almost five years I love going back the two friends I'm going with we lived all lived in New York for a brief period of time at the same time but that was I think probably 10 years ago so it's really exciting to go back together we're going because I love Harry Potter and we're going to see the um, the Harry Potter show, the Broadway show. I forget even what it's called. I feel terrible. The Cursed Child. Yes. Yes. That's what I really, <laughs> that's for my birthday two years ago, we went to the Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter for my birthday. And my two friends were so generous to <laughs> go with me and be excited along with me. So we all wanted to go see the Broadway show and we're, we're planning that and trying to figure out what other shows, most importantly, where we want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex Delaney <laughs> from Bon Appetit just came out with the hundred best places to go in New York city uh, for like, if you want to do like very specific things. So you should check that out. Ooh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> Kristen always um, knows where to eat and what to do to find where to eat. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, like, Brian Cox from Succession is doing an LBJ show. Oh. So. That could be interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I, my partner, Jeff, he just went to New York City to go see oh. Wolfpack at MSG. And uh, I was like, you should also go do this and this and this. Yeah. But I know. He was I, there for, like, 48 hours. It was hard to plan this trip because, yeah, we wanted to see Harry Potter. There's also Moulin Rouge, which... <sighs> 
I don't, I only found like one article about it and it sounded really good, but I just remember watching that movie and talk about inspiration. Like that was something different. No one else was doing at the time. And just, it just, yeah, I just remember being so like heart eyes, even though back then we didn't have that. But that's, yeah, that's how I think I felt about, I feel about Moulin Rouge. I, yes, agreed. Nice. Lastly, what are you currently loving? I am currently loving um, so many things. <laughs> um, so many little things. I think I've been um, drinking these pump. Have you guys tried the pumpkin cream cold brew at Starbucks? Do you like do you like pumpkin spice lattes? Yes. Okay, this is not that. <laughs> Sorry. This is um it's a cold it's a cold brew drink and then they put like this sweet pumpkin. It doesn't I wouldn't say the flavor is like super pumpkiny. It's just and then they put cinnamon on top. But it's just like a nice fall drink mm. that's still yeah. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. I'm like I'm like drifting away thinking about Starbucks <laughs> right now. But um yeah, I'm loving that. I'm loving um being home for a bit and yeah I'm I'm really excited to yeah get the December products and out there and cannot wait to see what everyone's gonna make oh my gosh so excited. I'm so excited too ah. <laughs> I'm like really excited um everything looks amazing the sneaks look amazing by the time the episode is out all of the products will be out mm-hmm. and it's going to be awesome. And whether or not you are literally doing a December daily or just making some type of fun holiday product, you have incredible products. You have a Santa stamp set. Before we go, we have a Santa stamp set that just looks so cool. (laughs) He's doing all sorts of different poses. And like, this is one of these cool interactive stamp sets you have. So can you just like really quick, tell us about the Santa stamp set. Yeah, I would love to tell you about Santa. Uh, I don't, I was trying to think, again, I always want to do something new that I haven't, that I haven't done. I don't think I'd ever done a Santa stamp set. I don't think I've ever attempted Santa. Um, And so I wanted to do it in a, in a different way and make it easy for you to stamp. I wanted it to be something you would stamp that you would immediately know what it was and also put a smile on your face. And so I went to Tokyo last fall and I saw this little Santa who was, they had these like Santa stickers who were drinking beer and like (laughs) drunk on the street or like riding a motorcycle and taking a selfie. And I thought that's just like, that's what I want my Santa to be. (laughs) I want him to be cool and funny and not scary or creepy and just fun. And I, yeah. And so I came up with a hipster Santa he discovered the North Pole before it was cool. He drinks cold <laughs> brew and cookies. And I love the stamp set. And I'm glad, and you mentioned the butter one too. I have a baking stamp set. It's called Freshly Baked. And there's um, a stack of butter. And that came from an idea <laughs> that my friend, my good friend Farah, who lives here, is an incredible baker. And last year we had a cookie party where four girlfriends all came over to Farrah's house and we spent the day making cookies because she it was just such a fun 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 day and again she bakes a lot she makes she'll 
we we go work out together and then she'll like sneak a cookie into my bag <laughs> like a homemade cookie into my bag as we're walking out um but anyway her birthday was in early early summer and I didn't know what to get her she's one of those people who just has you know doesn't need a lot but has likes what she likes and has what she needs and so I bought her butter I just bought her like <laughs> 20 sticks of butter because one butter is like very expensive like very very expensive it's not really something you want to you know spend 30 dollars on and so I wrapped up <laughs> sticks of butter for her I love it. and I just you know I think it made everybody laugh and it it just it made me laugh and I thought you know I'm not the only one who's who's <laughs> buying these sticks of butter like this is what you do during the holidays and this is a part of your baking and it needs to it needs to be included because I think it's gonna make you happy that's such a great gift <laughs> that's so such thoughtful. a that's such a great gift so thoughtful though I, I really didn't know what to get her especially you know and it's so funny because she is like my favorite workout buddy that you know I'm like oh here you know clog your arteries <laughs> but also Your please make me a pie butter. and bring me a pie <laughs> that's amazing what a great you story. are amazing i love you this so much this episode has been fantastic we are going to head over to after chatter this episode has been wonderfully sponsored by kelly perky shop you guys need to go over there and buy all of her things um if you've ever talked to me i've probably convinced you to go over there and buy all of her things already um we are going to be making and showing you some really cool things throughout the holiday season uh if you're on our patreon we're going to be making you some cool things and showing you something cool i'm going to be doing some kind of cool video over there throughout october and november so look forward to that i'm very excited to be doing those cool things um and we're going to head over to after chatter now and talk about some cool stuff uh, that's at patreon.com slash craftyassfemale, as always. And if you are not yet a Patreon member, you can go to craftyassfemale.com slash Patreon and sign up today. Otherwise, we'll catch you next week with another great episode. We love you and have an amazing rest of your week. Bye, guys.